Hello, Sky friends, and thank you for joining us. This is Scott, your Seasons of Skyrend host and DM. I'm here today to talk about something special. As 2018 comes to a close, our show has been downloaded almost 20,000 times, and we have gained over 1,200 followers on Twitter. And since the giving season is upon us, we wanted to offer you something to show our appreciation. From December 5th until the end of 2018, you have the chance to win your very own set of the D&D official Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica dice set, new and unopened. I have my own set of these dice and they are fantastic. I can't decide if I love the unique Ravnica Guild die or the decorative tin more. They are the perfect complement to the Guildmaster's Guide to Ravnica campaign setting book, but are equally impressive on their own if you're just itching for a new set of dice. If you want to know how you can enter to win, head on over to our Twitter at Skyrend Podcast. That's S-K-Y-R-E-N-D Podcast. You can find all the details there. And feel free to say hi while you're visiting. Thank you, and please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Sky friends, and welcome to Seasons of Skyrend, a custom 5e D&D adventure that focuses on the stories of our characters as they explore their impact on the world and the consequences that follow. I am your host and DM, Scott. Hi, my name is Shannon. I play Arnis Gray, or Gray the Great, to my fans. I am a half-elf bard. Hi, my name is Chris. I play Vale the Changeling Rogue, sometimes known as Kara Frostfall or Lord Carver Golddagger III. Hi, my name is Nate. I play Darvin Grimm, the Human Monk. Thank you for joining us. Please enjoy this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. Book 2, Chapter 29 Face to Face with Tane As you take this damage, as this inky tendril saps the life out of you, and blood is dripping from the tendril as it pulls the life back towards Tane, it hits the rune on the ground. Yeah. And the rune activates. Uh-oh. Darvin, you and Sir Carl are the only ones in the house right now. Everybody else is out here on this rune, and you see light shoot up from all of the lines in the rune, and there's a tremble. And there's an extremely loud shattering noise as the ground underneath you erupts. So everybody on the rune, make a deck saving throw. Darvin, can you roll for Sam, please? I've got to roll for a bunch of enemies. Sure. I'll just tell you what he's got on the deck. Mm-hmm. 
and, and the sentinel should have disadvantage. Disadvantage? No, no, you shouldn't. Uh, but Sam does? Oh, yeah, sorry. Yeah. Sam should have disadvantage. So I should roll a second die, Yeah, right? roll a second die. Because okay. he's still paralyzed. Whew. Let's go around. What did Sam roll? Sam rolled an 11. Okay. Arnis, what did you roll? 12. Vale? 25. Wow. So the Sentinids, Sam, and Arnis, you all failed this saving throw. And as the ground erupts, just shards of rock fly up and hit you in the face. Uh, and you'll take 10 bludgeoning damage. But the cracks in the ground and the explosion of the terrain don't just shoot upwards. Fires downwards through this natural arch, causing the entire ground to fall out from under you. That's about right. Everybody, except for Darwin and Sir Carl, go tumbling to the beach below, amidst the rubble. And everybody will take five bludgeoning damage from the fall. And Darwin, from the edge of the house, where there's this giant hole and now no ground in front of you, just look down and there's this huge swath of dust and dirt totally obscuring your view down below as you watch as everybody else falls down to the beach. There are screams and crashes. So Darwin, as you're overlooking the dust and the debris, what do you do? Did Carl shake me out yet? Yeah, he's going to shake you out right away. Okay. And you said I can't see, right? So I'm not yeah. going to have any idea of knowing how far down it is? It's, you know how far down it is. I mean... It's about 50 feet down to where the beach was and all this rubble just fell, so it's no more than 50 feet. Screw it, then I jump. Holy shit. He's got slow fall. I know he does. You take half damage from falls, right? No, it's more than that. Um, sorry. Um, you reduce it by something plus monk level, right? Yes. Sorry. Yeah, it's something ridiculous. Uh, how much damage do you get to reduce? Five times as monk level To reduce any falling damage taken by an amount equal to five times my monk level. So I'm going to subtract like 35 points. Okay. Are you taking Sir Carl with you? Yes. All right. Where do you put Sir Carl? I'm going to try and, like, tuck him into my robe pocket, but also, like... So he's in my robe, but I'm also, like, cross-armed to secure him. Yeah, like a football. I'm trying to keep him... I'm trying to make sure he doesn't take any fall damage. All right. Well, I mean, if you're holding onto him... But beyond that, I'm trying to make sure I don't drop him. Okay. So he's peeking out from your robe, and he's looking down into the dirt and, like, the dust cloud that's there... Oh, this looks terrible. Wait, what are you doing? No! <laughs> you make a dexterity saving throw. You still need to land. Alright. 19. And as you hit this wall of dust, you can no longer see where you're headed to. But as soon as your feet hit ground, you just quickly anchor yourself down. You stand right back up, and there's just this cloud of dust everywhere. You can make out vague shades as movement begins within. What do you do, Darwin? You alright there, Carl? <coughs> fine. I think. Yes. Fine. I'm all here. Yes. I'm gonna look around and see if I can find my friends. Roll perception with disadvantage. It's cloudy. Cloudy, cloudy. I'm not super perceptive to begin with. It's at 13. You see the shape of somebody up ahead? 20 feet away. I'm gonna check out that shape. Alright. Um, carefully. <laughs> Cautiously. Are you going to it? Or are you just looking at it? I'm going to it, but I'm going okay. kind of slowly. And 
I think before the dust clears enough for you to tell who it is, you hear Tane's voice, Come to me, eh? And he just stabs at you through the dust cloud. That is a 16 on the die. Damn. So you take three piercing damage, but four thunder damage from this dagger. As it stabs into you, you just feel it kind of reverberate through your ribs. Everybody took damage, so everybody's freed from the hypnotic pattern now. But visibility is low. That doesn't matter. Even lower for some. (laughs) Poor blinded veil. Sam is scrambling about, trying to find where everybody is. Thankfully... With his Timoni form, he gets a, a little boost there on his perception as he's sniffing around. But he rolls a six. So Darvin, Arnest, Vale, you can hear Sam clawing about on the rocks through the dust cloud, searching for you. But he is unable to find anybody. It is Tang's turn. He's going to hit Darvin with magic. Darvin's right there. Let's go to spell. Uh, more fun stuff. Darvin, why does this always happen to you? Tane reaches out a hand, places it on you, and you feel a rippling of magic through yourself as he casts Alter Self. Oh dear. That's not gonna end well. Um, we'll see which of these three you get. Uh, unless you would like to resist it. I don't think I can. Okay. In which case, Darwin, what animal do you like the most? Uh, any animal? Any animal. What animal do you like the most? I think this is his magic, but your choice. Weird. Wolves. 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 Cool. All right. Do you want to grow claws or fangs? Fangs. No, wait. Yeah, fangs. As he casts this on you, you feel your teeth get longer and sharper, and you now have natural weapons for the duration of this spell. These are considered magic, and you have a plus one bonus to attack and damage rolls you make using your teeth. Nice. <laughs> so if you want your unarmed strikes to Two now be bites, bites uh... go for it. Nice. <laughs> this lasts for an hour. We've got nice wolf fangs. Okay, that's Tane's turn. Vale, you're blind, but you can move. The terrain feels rocky, but what do you want to do? I pray. I can do nothing successfully right. in this instance, so in a moment of desperation, I pray to my god. You're praying to Tiff? Yeah. All right. Drop down to your knees. Do you stand up? I, I, I fell down from the sky. I stayed laying on the ground. I never stood up. <laughs> oh, it's so good. It's so good. All right. Roll religion, and then let us know what your prayer is. That's 17, and I pray to Tiff to guide me so that I can continue my promises to avenge my brothers and sisters, to my avenge my kin. Ungendered, so be my kin. Okay. As you say this prayer, you feel your body lying there on the stone, but also, like, in your head, you see yourself walking through a forest covered in snow, and there are small stone homes barely larger than huts. There's just people walking about, going about their daily business. It looks like mostly elves. They seem friendly. In this vision, you're in your true changeling form. And they walk up to you and they greet you smiles. And one of the families invites you into their home. There's a very nice dinner laid out on the table. Father, two kids, 
There's a mom bringing in big pail of milk from some cows somewhere. Starts pouring drinks for everybody as everyone sits down at this table. And I think the kids say, we know you're a stranger, but it's so nice to see you here. And they start eating and drinking and laughing and joking. Um, do you want to say anything to them? Not even, I was not even expecting any sort of reaction in this moment. I'm dumbfounded. But what I would say would be simply, where am I? And as this family eats and carries on in a very pleasant manner, they all turn to you and smile like the dad reaches out a hand, just like kind of rubs your hair and says, Oh, well, don't you know, you've come home. As you look around, they're all just slowly changing back into their changeling shape. And then your eyes shoot open and you see dust cloud everywhere around you. The blindness has been removed. Yeah, I got a psycho vision of a changeling village. How you feeling, Bill? Um, I'm confused and yeah, if I survive, I'll have things to deal with. (laughs) You definitely saw it well enough you could try to describe that again. But first it's the Sentinel's turn. They need to try to find somebody to attack. I think first they just need to do a perception check to see if they can find somebody. Ah, no. The chain of sentinids, you can all hear them just like clamoring around on these stones, searching for somebody. And you see their shadow moving through the dust cloud, but they don't find anyone yet. Darvin, what do you do? You know Tane is right next to you. Yeah, I'm gonna attack. How are you doing that? Same. Well, I'm actually gonna... I'm assuming I have disadvantage because of the dust cloud. Mm-hmm. So I'm going to flurry to try and up my odds. Okay. So two swords, two bites. Nice. All right. Is the plan. I like it. Go ahead and slash away. Sword one. Then uh, a good pair of 13s. Nah. I don't even know. It's die to punish. Okay, sword two. It's not going to help either. That's a 10. Uh, Thanks to the dust cloud, just no. You can't get a good swipe at him. Okay, bite one. If this hits. God damn it. No, that's an 11. <laughs> and bite two. Okay, not doing that again. That's a 14. And through the dust, you hear his chuckle again. <laughs> ah, dumb kids. Arnis, what would you like to do? I want to see if I can find Vale. Roll perception. Disadvantage. It's not going to get much lower than that, too. The total is a nine. And you cannot pick out a specific target here among the dust. Can't make you not blind if I can't find I'm not blind anymore. Oh, then... Arnis doesn't know that. I don't know that. But also still, knowing where your friends are, probably a good thing to know. Or anything else you'd like to do. Meaning I can't see anything else, right? Uh, no. I think right now it's all vague shadows in the dust. Um, do you need to be able to see someone to give them um, bardic inspiration? I think so. Oh, who can hear you? Oh. Because yeah, you're singing the song to inspire them. Well? Oh, no. Mm-hmm. Well, if you want to bardic inspire someone. Who should I inspire? I don't know. One of us, I mean, right now with the disadvantage, it's not a bad thing to have extra D6. Oh, Arnis, who would you want to inspire? Darwin's the obvious choice because he's the only one who actually knows where this asshole is. I have a thing I want to try next turn, which is shitty is this turn, which what I don't think it? inspiration will help. 
That's my swords area of effect thingy. Well, yeah, that's just right. a save on their Some part. On the right. First area effect in an area where you're blind is like shooting a shotgun into a dark hallway. Yeah, but I wandered this way. I'm pretty. I mean, I can see him. I'm pretty sure you guys aren't in range. It's only 15 feet. How, how, how lucky are you feeling right now, buddy? <laughs> I mean, it'll do damage. It's not going to miss. He might save, but even then... No, no, what I'm saying is damage. how lucky, how Wait, lucky are you feeling you're not going to Your friend's right behind now. him somewhere. I mean, it's only... But... What are you down to? Uh, I got 11 points left and I'm done. Mm, okay, I see. In any case, I'm going to use Bardic Inspiration on you. On Darwin. You sing out a song to Darwin. Yeah. Is his name in the song somewhere? Is that how he knows to be inspired? Okay. You just go, This one goes out to Darwin! <laughs> How's that work with disadvantage? Can you add it to the lower one? Yeah, no. you just add it to what I've got to Oh, yeah, gotcha. You roll the die, add it to your total. Yeah. Before I let you know if you hit or miss. All right. So Aranus inspires Darvin, and then we move to Sir Carl Luminous, who is on Darvin right now. Yeah, he knows that's Tane out there in front of him, and he knows he's definitely not going to be able to find anybody else down here in this cloud. He can do that, though. Yes. He hasn't done this trick in a while, but he's going to do it now. So he's going to stay safely tucked in your robe, Darvin, uh, and he's going to spin his flail, and you're going to see it start to glow. And then he's just going to shoot it out at Tane. And everybody down here in the dust cloud sees this beam of light hit Tane, and you just see this one shadow light up. You hear Carl's little voice. It's him! Get him! Get Tane! Tane grumbles at that. That goes down to Sam's turn then. Back at the top of the round. And he can clearly see where Tane's at now. Just charges him. It's good go for both claws again. One of those is going to hit. He manages to swipe Tane along the side for max damage. And Darvin, you see a large shadow move in next to you, nice. and you hear the familiar grumble of Sam in Tamani form as he slashes across Tane. And it is now Tane's turn as he speaks. <sighs> Even down here, y'all want to fight? Y'all still coming after me? Well, might as well give you what you want then. And he's going to stab Darvin again. He's going to swipe through the air with his dagger. And you see the glint of blue as it just whoosh right in front of your face. Nice. Then he's going to magic at you. He's going to use his other hand. He's going to swirl it through the air and just kind of like pull his hand into a fist and bring it down. Almost like a little fist punch. Boom. As he does so, magic is going to shoot out of his hand. Let's see which spell he's casting. <laughs> I almost don't want to do this to Darvin. So yeah, Tane like clenches his fist, pumps it down, and just puts it out and taps you in the chest. I think you can make a save against this as you feel on the center of your chest just this coldness starting to spread. I think wisdom save. Yeah, make a wisdom save. 19. So I will let you decide whether or not you want this to affect you. Okay. He is casting Investiture of Ice. Wow. If you let this spell affect you, you will get a nice icy coating, and you would be immune to cold damage and have resistance to fire. You could ignore difficult terrain created by ice. The ground in 10 feet around you would be icy and difficult terrain for everybody else as it starts to freeze over. Everybody else. Everybody else. 
And then you would also be able to use an action to create a cone of freezing wind. Oh. <laughs> which does uh, decent-ish cold damage. It's up to you. Yeah. I don't know. I think difficult terrain for him would be good, but equally bad for you guys, so it's not worth it. I think I will be grateful that I rolled, first that you let me save, and second that I rolled high on that save. So you're declining this form. Yeah. Alright. So what happens is, as he taps you in the chest, and you feel it get cold, and a sheen of ice just quickly spreads out over your entire body, and then just shatters around your skin. There's like little snow around you now. I chuckle back at him like he did to Arnest. <laughs> <laughs> nice try, old man. Yeah. Alright. As Tane pulls his hand back and just like grumbles again, like, magic's. Pathox. The dust cloud begins to dissipate. He is still lit up thanks to Sir Carl's blast. But now there's just a very thin cloud of dust two feet off the ground. Everybody can see each other again. The ground's a little rocky, but don't worry about it. You're down here at beach level. The fallen lighthouse is nearby, but it is the Sentinids' turn. Oh, yes. They fell down here, too. The Sentinids, now that the air is cleared, actually, I didn't really bother them that much. Because they don't have eyes. They don't have eyes, yeah. Uh, the Sentinids were attracted to the sound of music. They heard that loot. They know that's not coming from Tane. So Arnis, as the dust cloud clears, moments later, you see this 25, 30-foot-long chain of Sentinids approach you. And as they scammer along the rocks, the front three sections lift up again. You see those three mouths as it lunges down at you and attempts to wrap around you and bite you. Well, how does a 10 versus your AC hit? Uh, A 10's not gonna do it. Okay. You're able to quickly move out of the way and there's just this loud thump sound as they smash into the ground next to you. So yeah, Darvin, it's your turn. Where is Arnis and the Sentinels? Dude, fucking focus on the dude in front of you, please. Really? You're not worried about our healer getting eaten by spiders? We're all gonna die. Alright. But the best hope is to take out the most powerful dude. Alright. In the room. About 20 feet behind, or 20 feet ahead of you, behind Tane. Okay, I'll keep going. Sorry, I don't mean to tell you how to play your character. <laughs> no, no, you're, you're right, probably. But also, I know you've got that acid spray thing, and yes, Arnis is out of range of that. But Sam isn't. New right. Sam is uh, right there with you. Yeah, I can't ask inspiration, Sam. But I can flurry now that I can see. And you've got your bardic inspiration. And you want to use it. And my regular inspiration. Mm-hmm. Maybe there's no time like the present. How's regular inspiration working out? Just get advantage. So the bardic inspiration, how does that, that work? Extra do, I have, do I have to choose to add it before rolling? Before I tell you the result. Got it. So I can look at the number and decide. Yeah. Okay. In that case, for the first attack with the sword, I am going to use this inspiration. Okay. 20. That's going to hit. Good thing I used that inspiration. The dust clears and you are quick to slice it, Tane. 10 damage. Okay. So second attack with the sword. 
I am going to use the bardic to add to that. Okay. 1d6, right? Yeah. Okay, that's a 23. That hits. Yeah. Nice. Good bardic inspiration. Right? It's a 6 on that die. Dang. And that will do 8 damage. Okay. And then, are you flurrying? Yes. So the first... Are you biting or are you punching? Biting. Thank you. You still got them fangs. Biting. Why not? Don't forget your extra plus one. So okay, so that's how you rolled an 18. Jeez. So that's a, oh, the plus one was on that. It's, it's on the attack and the damage, yeah. On both. Nice. Magic teeth. So I go on your six plus five instead of four. Okay. Mm-hmm. So that's eight. And you just latch into his shoulder. Just crunch. And you can taste the blood in your mouth. One last bite. That's a <laughs> <Nice>. 27. <laughs> and that will do... Seven damage. Jesus. So, do you even bother, like, biting him somewhere else? Or is this, like, you bite down once and then just, like, wrench around? I just wrench around. <sighs> he gave me the teeth. And you're shaking him a little bit, and he's he's screaming out, and ah, he's, like, trying to smack you in the side of the head, pull your hair or something to get you off of him. Ow. Arnis. What would I like to do? Uh, I can see him... I can see everybody. Mm-hmm. I'm still right next to Vale. Yeah, because you were right next to each other when you fell. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, yes. Um, cure wounds. Oh, thank you. Ah, very nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah that's what I'm gonna do. How are you doing? Oh, you're still I'm okay You're still kind of okay. Yeah, all the magic. You're okay, you're okay enough. <laughs> okay. Tane's just doing, like, transformation magic. Um, yeah. Fun magic. Okay. Yeah. Downside of chaos magic. Hopefully that's all he's got left. Eight. It's pretty good. It's more than nothing, so hopefully I'll keep you up and fighting. Oh, how is Sam looking, by the way? Fine. I mean, he's been hurt, but he's fine. Okay. I just, like, I didn't even think to ask, so it's like, I need... Mm-hmm. <laughs> <Bam> needs healing. <laughs> all right. It is Sam's turn, then, since all you are up and about. Hmm. I was going to say, I should have talked to him. I want to know more about what happened. Oh, that's right. You were asking questions before. I was. Um, you can ask a question now if you want. We haven't done anything with... After you heal up Veil? Yeah. Do you want to ask a question? Do you want to say something? I thought that meant you had something ready. Yeah. Well, I do. I was but like, I was going to ask him more about the incident with Patches' friend, but then I remembered he was grumbling about... Pathox and chaos magic, and I thought maybe I should actually address. So, <clears throat> Tane, if Patches' friend is no longer here, where is he? Uh, roll persuasion to see if he even wants to answer you. Mm. If you're approaching him in a smooth fashion, sure he doesn't want to answer me. Nineteen. Where is he? Was the question right? If he's not here, where mm-hmm. is he? He's gone. And if you were smart, you'd be gone too. Sir Carl's turn. With the dust cleared, he leaps onto Tane. In Sir Carl fashion. Yes. This time he is able to not slide down a leg. <laughs> he grabs onto the robe. He basically jumps from Darwin's chest to Tane's chest. And he's holding on with one hand to Tane's robe. And with the other, just smacks him with the flail. Twice. Wham! Wham! Or not. Sam's going to swipe at Tane with his claws. Be successful with one of them. 
So he's going to just rake his claws down Tane's back for some good damage. Bringing us to Tane's turn. Yeah, Darvin, you gotta go. You've... You got fancy teeth now. You've been beating him up, like slicing him, punching him, biting him. This ain't good. The teeth were his idea. Well, technically not. Or Pathox's idea, which is weird. So yeah, let's see which spell he wants to cast. He's got... Oh, he's out of some slots now. (laughs) Hey, we've done this one before. Darvin, you get hit with magic missile. Nice. Just like he did to Vale. Three bolts of force shoot out of his hand. And you're going to take um, 11 points of force damage. And then he's going to try to stab you. Call the number. 18 on the die. Oh, yeah, I can't save you from that. Sorry. Not with his bonus. It's all right, but I am going to be suddenly kind of in trouble. So you're going to take four piercing damage and one point of psychic damage. As he stabs into you, you feel the pain just shoot up to your brain. It's like, scream out real quick. Down to 16. Now, Vale. I fucking stabbed this asshole in the back. <laughs> nice. All right, Vale gets up and charges at Tane. Stab him. Not with an eight. Oh. It's a 15. Yeah, it's okay. not. I stab him with my hidden blade. All right, go for it. That's a 29, 28. Dang, yeah, that hits a lot. It's a 19. 19 damage? All right, your hidden blade stabs him in the back between the ribs, and he, like, yelps out in surprise. He knew Sam was back there, but he wasn't expecting you to come attacking. He thought he still had you under wraps, basically. So now he is beset on many sides by enemies. This is not looking good for Tane. After Vale is the Sentinids, who continue their assault on Aranus. Son of a bitch, that's right. They miss again with another five. I gotta not roll that die. I need no, to punish dice. keep rolling that die. No, roll only that die. That's and the again, only the, d20 you get. The giant sentinel body just like slams into the ground next to you, kicking up a little bit more dust. And then, Darvin, what do you want to do? I think I'm gonna... Eh, I'll decide after the swords. If a flurry. Mm-hmm. First I'm gonna attack with a swords. 14. No. Tane just swipes his dagger at your blade. Ting! Alright, second sword. Oh, that's even worse. Oh no, he just like hmm? leans away. Okay, I'm gonna flurry, so maybe I have a chance of hitting him this turn. So, first bite. Okay, so it's 20. That hits. That'll be 9 damage. Okay. Second bite. 26. So last time you bit him in the shoulder, where are you biting him this time? Mm, maybe the other shoulder, just for symmetry. <sighs> okay. Five damage. Wait, wait, wait. Mm. And you still get the plus six, one to damage on that. Six okay. damage, yeah. So you dive in with your mouth for his other shoulder, but you end up going a little higher, a little closer to the neck, and as that second bite clamps down, you see him just, like, start to pass out. What do you want to do, Darvin? Finish him off. Yeah? Do you want to kill him? Or do you want to yes. know what he knows? Fucking kill this asshole. You want to know what he knows? I mean, I, I do, but what I don't do want to give him a chance to survive. Remember All right. Die. All right. I hear they're frenzied, you know, 
thoughts or whatever, and I kill him. Okay. Or rather, I keep biting. You sink your teeth in good and hard, and there's a crunch. Oh, goddamn. A spurt of blood just around your mouth. And his eyes just roll back. Oh, fucking hell. He yes. falls down. And I get temp points. <laughs> Good. Well, there is still the sentinids. Because right? we got some sentinids to kill you. <laughs> Forget how point. my ten points work. Out of order. I Forget shall. Nice work, Darwin. Help. <laughs> <laughs> well, Arnis, it's your turn, so help thyself. Alright. We'll get to Tane in a minute. I have a question. I'm listening. This is like five sentinids all, like, linked up together. Four of them, but yeah. If I were to cast confusion on them mm-hmm. would they then bust apart and act separately mm-hmm. depends if it works or not we'll find out this is not a thing that's covered by the normal rules so um, this is just me having fun here you've got four of them acting as one right now so if you if you cast confusion on them it's technically only hitting one but hitting all four of them since they're acting as one right I'm trying to figure out is it easier to fight four small ones or one big one Four small ones outnumber us. It's true. Okay. There's five of you. So you four want small ones are going to get four turns during initiative. You want the one big one. This one only gets one turn. That's okay. true. That's because that's what I was thinking. I was like, is that easier if like if this works and they're all kind of like scattered, or is it only if they're going to also attack each other? Um. Then what I am going to do instead is see. Hmm, I'm going to hope that this big old thing. Oh wait, nope. I'm not going to do that. That's a lie. Out of slots? No, I have one first level spell slot left, and I'm just like, I want to be able to heal things. Um, oh, I guess I can just heal at higher levels. Yeah, I can do that. That's fine. Um, I'm going to cast Fairy Fire. Okay, and that's a saving throw? Yes. All right. Dex. Dex saving throw. Yeah. Ooh, that's an 18. Apparently not. All right, you cast out your Fairy Fire, but it does not seem to affect them. Well, that was a nice thought. That's what I got. Carl's turn. He was on Tane. Oh, Darvin, as you finish off Tane, your teeth revert back to normal teeth. You no longer have the fangs, and Tane just falls out of your mouth, because you can't hold him with your teeth without, like, the special magic fangs. Right. And as he slumps down and hits the ground, Sir Carl is down there, and... Carl can't see anything down here. Because he's in the dust cloud. Because the dust cloud's still covering, like, the bottom foot of the terrain. We'll help! (laughs) He spins his flail, and you just see a little glow coming from it. He's just kind of, like, showing where he's at. Whenever you're ready! I got you, Carl. My next turn. (laughs) Okay. Sam's turn. He looks at you, Darvin, just like, Oh, I guess you're biting now, too. (laughs) I see why you like it. But he has, like, no time for witty retorts right now, turns and dives onto that sentinid. Sentinid centipede. Mm-hmm. Jumps on its back. Yeah. Jumps on its back. To try to claw the shit out of it. No. Those are both far too low. But he's on top of it now. Go Sam. Taint's gone. So, Vale, what do you want to do? You just saw Darwin bite someone to death. Definitely dead. We'll come back to that in a second. Sam is on top of the sentinel, so mm-hmm. I should have crossbow bolt the sentinel. Alright. 20. Easily. Not a time I found to do some damage. 
22. 22? Wait, no, that math is wrong. I was adding my attack bonus, not my damage bonus. 19. Still very nice. You fire your crossbow bolt, and you hit the sentinel on the end, and the one on the end screams out in pain, and just kind of like is hanging limp now from the end of this sentinel chain. And the rest of them kind of move around to get it on the ground. Uh, so they're not holding up dead weight, basically. Is <laughs> the sentinel's turn. They're going to... You're far away. They've got someone on their back, and they've got a magic person in front of them. They're really bad at biting things on their backs. Oh, but you know what they haven't done yet? They haven't shot anybody. Oh, uh, crap. Sentinels can fire needles. So the one underneath Sam is just going to start shaking and pulsating, and Sam's going to look down and see this needle-like thing just poke out a second and fire at him at point-blank range. Which is disadvantage. <laughs> yes, it is. They have poor aim anyways, but Sam can see it coming, and... Roll out of the way. Please tell me it's going to roll out of the way. <laughs> nope, they're going to hit Sam. Fuck. Uh, God damn this fight. So everyone sees Sam kind of riding this sentinel chain, and then just whoof, gets hit with a spear-like needle. For, like, minimum damage. But let's see if he can still hold on. Yes! He manages to hold on. He takes it in the chest, and it just kind of, like, grazes by, and he's got this nice red line. Okay. Darvin. So, I can grab Carl without counting his action, right? Yeah. Okay, cool. So I'm going to do that. Reach down and pick up Sir Carl. And then head over to the Sentinels. All right. And then attack. Go for it. And I think I... Well, I'll wait till the swords are done again. I'm going to use flurries until I'm out of key points, I think. <laughs> so first sword. Ugh, 14. That hits. Nice. Nice. I nice. like these things. That's 8 damage. Okay. Second attack with the sword. 11. No, that misses. Okay. They squirm out of the way. I am going to flurry. All right. No biting this time. No biting. You could try, but... Oh. First punch. Oh, God. That's a 12. You just lift up out of the way as you punch. All right. Second punch. Come on. Wow. That's even lower. Nope. So sorry. Shh. All right, Arnis. Darwin's rushed up on this sentiment. Got one good splash in. I'm down to 16 health plus 9. Oh, right. People need heal plus 9, so 25. 25. What are you at? Lost 32 out of 151. So you're at 19. It's okay. And how is Sam? Uh, he's lost 20, so he's about half his health, too. Okay. I'm going to go to heals to Vale. All right. Well, you both are really close, but Vale's under 20, so yeah. we'll start there. Seven total for my second level spell slot. Oh. Alright. 
In which case, it's Sir Carl's turn. And he's going to, again, leap from Darwin. Yeah! Yeah. He's going to land on one of the sentinel legs and just rush along it and smack it in the side. Yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. He's going to get two good whacks in. And you hear two good cracking sounds as he lays into the side of this. Crunch, crunch. And Sentinel is like screaming out in pain and wriggling around and Sam is doing his best to hold on with one claw buried in its side. And it is Sam's turn. He's going to try to claw again. What? <laughs> he has two claws. Because he's got two claws. Got two hands. Yeah, they're all going to hit. He's going to claw the crap out of the back of this sentinel. He's going to rip open the back of this sentinid that he's on. It's one in the middle, so the chain just breaks apart, and there's now two of them running around. Yeah. All right, Vale. You just saw Sam murder one of the sentinids in the chain, and two of them are now, they're separate. They're their own sentinids now, rushing about very frantically. They're in a lot of pain. They are not necessarily happy to be here anymore. Oh, goodness. Okay. Another 20. It's another hit. And they're still both right next to Sam. 20 Okay, yeah, you kill one. Like, a lot. He's like, super dead, and I'm just like, dead. Wherever you hit it along its shell, just like, it cracked and fractured, and just like a bunch of goo started spilling out. And it slips down and falls in a heavy slump. So much closeness. It's now the remaining sentence's turn, and it is vastly outnumbered and vastly outpowered. So it is going to run away. Hey. It heads towards the stone pillar that is still standing, on top of which is Tane's house. And as it reaches that pillar, it just starts climbing up. Unless you guys want to go after it. This combat's done. <laughs> Do you guys see that? I bit a guy to death. That was crazy. I want to search the dead guy and remove the mask from the dead guy. Yeah, I don't, I don't really want to go after that. We gotta... Yeah, definitely okay. not. We should be careful with the mask, though. In case, you know. As the sentinel runs up that pillar and gets closer to the top, you just see it kind of like circle around the side and you hear it's chattering. Quieter, quieter in the distance. And... I think the remaining dust settles and ground. You're on this rubble. It's fairly large, and there's blood and sentinel goo, and just ugh, the evidence of combat is everywhere. People have been hurt. People have died. One person has died. Yeah, they're lying. Is Tane? He looks very frail now. Dagger still in hand. Mask still on face. What do you want to do? What do you do with that? I'll take care of it. I'll take the mask off his face. You just want to do some kind of checking or something first? Yeah. Go for it. Check it out. It's going to be magical. Well, I mean, yeah, it is. I just, like, want to see if I can roll well enough to help you in some way. I'm just going to carve it off his face. Jesus. Wow. 
Well, I figured it wasn't going to just come off. You made it clearly sound like it was somehow fused to him. Yeah, it might be easier now that he's dead. So some well, small part of me that wants to take his dagger, but I also don't want to be using a chaos magic dagger. Look who they're on with that. Anyways, Arnis. <laughs> Other news, I got an 18. Yes, the mask is quite magical, as is dagger. The two seem to be linked in some way. There's a strong magical bond between Tane and the mask that holds it onto him. Kano is just even remove his head. Yes, still in death. You can try to pull it off. You could try to break the magic somehow. Uh, it's up to you. No, I do that. Okay. Skill check. You could maybe just take your head, shove it in the boot. Yeah, first step is try. To pull I mean, it you off. could always just try to pull it off. First step is to try to pull it off. Okay. Uh, Strength check for that. You're trying to do it, Vale? Yeah. Uh, you can give me an athletics then. Yeah, it's a five. I hurt myself. Well, you don't quite hurt yourself, but as you grab onto like the top frill above his hair and start pulling it, just like every time you pull, his head just like comes up a little bit. <laughs> Anybody else want to try something? Um. You can try to do some magic stuff, but Darwin, you could try to pull it off. Yeah. Good, but my strength's not any better than it failed. Well, but I mean, I guess it's worth a shot. I mean, you could partner up with someone. You could ask for help. Uh, All right, someone want to help me pull this thing off? I can try to. All right. Are you using your both using your brute strength, or is there a better choice? Arnis, are you trained in Arcana, Darvin? No, I don't think so. I have a plus one to it. You don't have a bubble filled in. No. Arnis could try using Arcana to help loosen that bond. So go for it. Ten. Alright. As you work some magic on this mask, Darwin, go ahead and try to pull it off. Strength, right? Uh, athletics. Athletics. Yeah. This is going to go horribly. That's going to go real well. Oh, I crit. Ooh, look at Darwin over here. That would have been handy during that battle, but, you know. You all made it out alive? What are you talking about? It's More fine. alive than normal, actually. True. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know what you all were worried about. Anyways. So much hatred. Anyways. Darvin, you grip onto the mask, and as you start pulling it, as Aranus is working a little bit of their magic, seeing if they could kind of interrupt the flow in between the mask and the body, there's a moment of kind of stickiness, like a like a vacuum seal between the mask and the face, and you're able to just get one little spot where it kind of pulls back and just pops off. Nice. And you now have a mask of Pathox. And as you're holding it up and like examining this new mask. Oh no. Darwin, as you're examining your prize, you definitely feel an innate desire to put it on. Like it wants to be worn. It's not so much like it's trying to charm you, but it's like as you look at the mask you can tell it feels incomplete. If it were a person, you'd be like, oh, that person's missing something. And what it's missing is a face. I'm going to express this to them and say we need to put this in the boot, like, right the hell now. Maybe we, we drop this up before we go to the temple. I also smart. Possession also smart. <laughs> yeah. Agree. And you're feeling this vibe from the mask, and you look down at Tane, and he is shrinking. That's all right. 
His hair is pulling back in. His skin is pulling tighter. And at your feet is a young elven boy. Yeah. Yeah. Poor guy. I'm doing enough to try to talk to him. But he also wouldn't really answer me either. And he almost killed us, so... I feel no pity. Mm. Oh, but I'll tell Patches. Patches might know. Patches probably knows. My real fear is that Patches wants to mask for himself. That's a good point. Do you want to take that dagger and throw it into the ocean? Like My concern about throwing it in the ocean is just like anybody could take it. I'd rather take the dagger and like leave it at the temple. You're right, though. He didn't tell us to get the dagger. He only taught us to bring the mask, so if it's true... The mask, yeah. Yeah. It's up to you. What do you want to do with these items? Well, we're taking the max patches, because I want to be done with that. And Y'all want some fancy loot? Yeah, but I also don't want to give him the item that's linked to it that's going to make whoever wears the mask more powerful. But we don't even know if that's true. Like, well, but we know if that were the case, he would have asked us for both, right? He might not know about it. That's true. You can always... I mean, we have to come back this way, sort of, don't we? In this general direction, you don't have to come along this exact path. Yeah, dagger. Some terrible idea to just, like, bury it somewhere. That's true. Could find it. Well, I mean, <laughs> uh, so what well, do you we do? just take them both with us, and we don't mention the dagger. Just give him the mask. Yeah. And then take the dagger with us and leave it at the temple. Because the temple, at least so far in my understanding of this world, is the only good place in this world that I've heard about. <laughs> and why should be totally corrupt and evil, or at least that they're all dicks. I can't rule out the final part of that, but I mean, we've heard they're kind of dicks. They're judgy. I'm fine with judgy as long as it's an actual good place in this world. Everything is so okay. just like horrible or just gray. I'm like, I need one. Why you gotta be like down on Aranus? I just want to be sure that we're really okay taking this dagger in proximity to Patches, knowing that he may in fact try to put on the mask. In which case. He may know that we have the dagger on us. So it Because the mask might know we, it's in proximity to the have dagger. going for us in that situation is that Patches, if he puts the mask on, will have only worn it for minutes, and we just killed a dude that had been wearing it for months, years, maybe. And we don't bring, we just don't necessarily bring the dagger, like, into his shop, right? We could we have Sam. the Buddha holding out with, like, Sam in the yeah. street or something. Yeah. yeah. So it's not like they'd both be in the same locale when we bring it to him. Okay. Down the road planning aside, are you taking them both with you now? Yes. Okay. I want to say we should store them separately. Like mask and boot of holding and oh, uh, yeah, dagger. Yeah. And dagger and backpack or something? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Or maybe the other way around. I'm not or, worried about that. Yeah. <laughs> I just, I'm not worried about that. I just need to know if you're taking them both with you. Yes. We are. <laughs> taking them both with you. <sighs> Sam and Sir Carl are grateful that that is over. So are we. And both very worried as to why there's now a boy here. And as you're standing around debating, what do we do with the mask? What do we do with this dagger? Who's this boy? Or what do we do with this boy? This boy's body. Not alive. Arnis. Yes. You hear a familiar panicked voice. It is the same voice that cried out in the middle of the night last night. (laughs) That tripped your trap. I think I see him down there, in the rubble. Come on, folks. Oh, God. oh no. Oh, Jesus. 
And with that, we'll bring this chapter to a close. But the story will always continue. Podcast art created by Vanessa Blockland. You can find more of her art on Facebook or at VanessaBlockland.com. Blockland spelled B-L-O-K-L-A-N-D. Podcast music by Daryl Dibber Reconos. You can find more of his music at Dibber.mo or at SoundCloud.com slash DibberMusic. Dibber spelled D-I-B-U-R. Thank you for listening to this chapter in Seasons of Skyrend. If you like what you heard, please give us a five-star rating and review on iTunes, Stitcher, or wherever you find us. If you want to chat, we're on Twitter at Skyrend Podcast, or you can email us at skyrendpodcast at gmail.com. You can also find us online at skyrendpodcast.libsyn.com. Special thanks to Empower RSA for the use of his song Extension Deep Original Mix, available from his own label MaxNote Music at empowerrsa.bandcamp.com, and you can find him on Twitter at EmpowerRSA. That's the letter M, the word power, followed by the letters R-S-A. Go give him a listen. This week's chapter is made possible thanks to our wonderful cast and crew, all of you amazing listeners, and our special friends who would like to say hello. It's been a thousand years since the Celestial War, and the great races were rendered extinct. A thousand years since the establishment of the Decladine Empire, and peace came over Pylos. But an ancient secret that promises of untold power has broken the Alliance and threatens to destroy the realm. Join our heroes, Tash. Grab Daryl. Get out. I will follow you. Go. Silverpaw. You'll pay for this, Sylvia. Craig. Someone is looking for you. The name Tash means anything to you. And... Bagger. Let's get dangerous. As they uncover dangerous secrets, ancient cities, and race against time and the Empire itself to save Pylos. Download The Stranger Lands now before it's too late. <laughs>